0: wake up west georgia it's time for the podcast powered by coffee and mountain dew the morning five with bryce sparling and billy Lindall. good morning west georgia welcome into the morning five podcast today is monday january 9th and as always it is brought to you by the parian lawyers
1: nobody wakes up thinking man i hope i hire a lawyer today but hey
0: Really, couple of a couple of holidays today nothing terribly big um but one of them is interesting so the first one is national apricot day are you a fan of apricots
1: no not really um it's been a while since i've had one but so i guess i it needs to be one of those things that i need to try again but no i'm not a big fan
0: it's not really on our rotation of fruits you know what i mean like we eat a lot of fruit in this house and apricots are like not on that rotation and i feel like every time you see an apricot it's always dried right it's always a dried apricot
1: yes it's always dry and it's yeah no not oh, a fan we'll, of those we will try it again
0: uh today is also national cassoulet day cassoulet it's a it's a french dish uh, we were talking about it before the podcast started. We're not 100% sure what it is, but it looks fantastic. It has like um, pork in it, some sausage, it has some white beans. It almost looks like a jambalaya to me, but instead of rice, there's white beans in it. I, I would definitely try this.
1: Yeah, I'd try it. I-, I have never heard of it in my life, but I literally said, What is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. and it's it's kind of crazy because you don't think of
0: I don't I don't like French food I don't like most French food but this looks like a, this looks like a winner in my opinion I like yeah. this it looks very French because of the you know the the beans are white beans and that's their national flag as the white flag um, so it oh, makes wow. sense well it's a you French dish
1: yeah
0: yeah uh, today is also National Plow Monday Billy what's your favorite thing to plow
1: typically uh, you know what you would expect. So, I mean, let's just let's just keep it at that. Do you not play Farming Simulator on PlayStation? Oh, no.
0: Oh, dude, you got to play Farming Simulator on PlayStation. Dude, that is one of the most fun games I have. It is amazing. <laughs> I I have I own pla- I own Farming Simulator on PlayStation and a lawn mowing game on PlayStation and it is absolutely fantastic. The
1: lawn mowing game, I think I would have a lot of fun with.
0: Dude, they're really good. They're really really fun. They're a lot more fun than I thought they were going to be. Uh, tonight, Billy UGA tries to go back to back in national championships. They get TCU uh, out there in SoFi. No tailgating. Remember, folks, go out there and do not have a good time. Uh, California does not want you to have a good time. Uh, really enticing people to move to that state by not having tailgating and not letting anybody have uh, have fun out there when watching the game. Um, I- I'll be I'll be really interested to hear the stories that come out of SoFi Stadium from tonight about people just tailgating and disregarding what anybody in the California, you know, police department says. Yeah. Um, because it's 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 a Georgia team, and SEC, we're known for tailgating down here. Uh, and then it's also a team for Texas. And if you try to stop Texas people from doing what they want to do, they might shoot you. Uh, so they're going to have an uphill battle out there in SoFi trying to prevent
1: these two fan bases from tailgating yeah i agree it's going to be different uh but it's tailgating is is natural with with college football and you try to take it away that's just it's comical
0: yeah it's synonymous i mean it's it's synonymous with tailgating it's uh, you know I, i don't i don't understand that it's it's obvious that the people of sofi stadium have no clue about anything about college football and and we we were Aggravated that it was at SoFi Stadium when it first came out that it was going to be at SoFi Stadium, and we we had, well, we had like half a podcast where it was just you and I ranting about why are we having college football national championships in a city that has no idea about college football or about tradition? It's stupid. It's 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 a it's an awful place to to have a. It'd be like if we had the Stanley Cup in Birmingham, Alabama. Like there's there's no reason to have it there. So. You know that all that stuff doesn't really affect or or have a big you know overshadowing over the game. It's you 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 want to watch the game, especially the people that are home that didn't go out to California. They they don't really care about the tailgating. They want to get the game and see if uh, see if the mailman can deliver one more time. Stetson Bennett, who had a huge game versus Ohio State, almost over 400 yards passing, uh, really only made one or two mistakes. One of them was that uh interception to steal uh steel chambers but uh, that dude bennett looked pretty good and i think i, I really i want to ask these guys that were such big jake Fromm fans that do you think they should have or not from who's the guy that went to west georgia or well, west virginia was that from who was that
1: no it was not from it was not oh, from uh, who was that uh um, oh my goodness
0: I am absolutely blanking right now on who that young man's was name was. It's too
1: early for you to do this to me. My mind is shot. Oh, man.
0: I can't remember. I can't remember. But, I mean, that's, that's sort of all we heard last year is Daniel. that, yes, that's it. What, Daniels? J.T. Daniels, yeah. J.T. Daniels. He's not even at West Virginia now anymore,
1: is he? Or is no, he, still he there? transferred again. That's what I was thinking. Out to out California, right? Uh, I can't remember where he transferred to. He went from USC to Georgia, from Georgia to West Virginia. And then I think West Virginia to remember where he's at now. Let's see. He is at, no, this still lists him at
0: West Virginia at 13 touchdowns and nine interceptions. But that's what I'd like to ask these people that were such in the JT Daniels camp is, do you still want JT Daniels as that quarterback over Stetson Bennett? We sort of said this all last season. We don't get to see what these players do at practice. We don't get to see what these coaches see at practice, the game plan they put in. So, you know, you're going to sit here and you're going to see a small sample size of these players. And you think, you know, better than the the coaches. And I mean, the J the JT Daniels ship would not have gotten UGA a national championship last year. And it certainly wouldn't have this year. So that's right. It's been fantastic.
1: Yeah, he has. And it, it goes, it starts with that offensive line. The offensive line has been fantastic for Georgia, uh, they've not only protecting Stetson, but helping with that run game. And speaking of the run game, they need to get that going again. Uh, they, they kind of abandoned that against uh, Ohio State. It, it just seemed like when they went down uh, two touchdowns you know, two different times in that game that they needed to abandon the run game. I think they need to start with that and, and, and focus on that, just on this game and move forward with it. Yeah, and I, honestly, I mean, I know they went
0: down two tuds, but the run game was getting just huge chunks of yards. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Kenny McIntosh averaged 14 yards a touch on the on the ground. Uh, Edwards, 7.3. Kendall Milton, 8.7. I mean, so uh, even if you go down, even if you were down 14 to Ohio State like you were, I would still would have ran the ball because, I mean, it's, it's almost a first down per touch for McIntosh, Edwards, and Milton. Um, so I don't want to see them go away from it. I don't. I don't want to see Stetson Bennett have to throw for 400 yards tonight. I, I'd love to see you know Milton Edwards and McIntosh all have 100 yards apiece, You know, and, and they and they go over 300 yards total. The, the secondary's got to play better for UGA, especially Keeley Ringo. Um, that secondary got absolutely torched by C.J. Stroud and Max Dukin is a good quarterback, man. If if you're gonna if you're not gonna play quality secondary coverage and get pressure on Max Dugan sort of like you did against Ohio State I don't know if he can do the same thing CJ Stroud did but he can do a lot of the similar things and he's a very good
1: dual threat quarterback I'll say this about the secondary it's or I you know this as well as anybody it's very difficult to cover anybody for six seconds it's very tough, very and, tough. you gotta have pressure and UGA was not getting home. That is a very, very big key that they need to have for tonight uh, with with Dugan is the fact that he is a dual threat. So you need to make sure a you need to have a spy on Dugan. B, you need to get home if you're going to send pressure. Send pressure and get home because there were there were times that CJ Stroud in the in the semis were just able to get outside the pocket and and create separation. That's why. Actually, both of the, the Marvin Harrison touchdowns were just him getting pushed out of the pocket. That's why Keely Ringo got that got torched. It had nothing to do with him. He was he had great coverage initially, but it's hard to cover anybody for six seconds. And plus, Marvin Harrison Jr. is just a freak of nature. So, I mean, there's there's that too. And I don't think you're going to have... The, the wide receivers for TCU are good, but they're nowhere near the same level as Ohio State in my opinion. Agreed.
0: Yeah. 1000% agreed there. Uh give me a final score prediction tonight, Billy.
1: Uh give me Georgia 35 TCU 14. Okay. Yeah, I I'm, I'm I'm sort of
0: along those same lines. I'm going to say 38 to 17. Uh is my final final score prediction for UGA tonight. They go Back to back in something that hasn't been done in a, in a while, so uh, I can't I can't wait can't wait. Uh, Billy, the Falcons wrapped up their season this weekend. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thirty to First ever win versus Tim Bradley. But unfortunately, it moves them from seven to eight in the draft. Are you happy or are you sort of pissed off that they won?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm happy they won. I'm happy they beat Tom. Um, I, I'm happy with the outcome and if you look again at the leading pass through the leading rusher and the leading receiver it's all rookies um, and that's that's looking good. Speaking of you know Tyler Houchier was on fire had 135 rushing yards on the night crossed over into a thousand yards as a rookie. When was the last time Falcons had a rookie running back <laughs> with a thousand yards I have no clue I, I have honestly have no idea. no either. And that's that's awesome. Um so it's it's that kind of thing that it, it's awesome. Uh 224 yards for for Ritter, two tights, no interceptions. It, it he looked like a NFL quarterback. He's starting to get his feet under him. And unfortunately, you know, that's the last game of the season for him. So um it, it was a good way to end the season in my opinion for
0: Ritter. Like that I think that gives a lot of positive mojo to Ritter going into the off season. And the fact that I, I think there is a possibility that he could be the dude. I think he could be in, in my opinion. I don't think the Falcons should go quarterback in this draft. I think you roll into, you know, OTAs and all that next season and roll into the season with the idea that Desmond Ritter is going to be your quarterback. And you, you're really going to see what you have in this young man and like don't don't joke yourself the Falcons are not one quarterback away from competing for a Super Bowl you know um so I I think you owe it to to Ritter to see what you have maybe bring in a veteran quarterback to back him up uh to give him a little bit of advice and and see what you have in Ritter next year because I feel like every single game that I've seen Ritter the next game he progressed you know the first game wasn't terrific but the next game was a little bit better and the next game was a little bit better and the next game was a little bit better And seeing that progression from Desmond Ritter
1: has got to be a positive takeaway for the Falcons. Unless I forget that Marcus Mariota is still signed through next year. He is. So, I mean, that could be your veteran backup. Um, I don't think it's a great backup, but you know, it is what it is. But I agree with you on the not going after a quarterback because at eight, you're not going to get either Stroud or young. And the only other quarterback that I would even consider looking at in this class is Levis. Um, and I think Levis is going to be, I think Levis is probably going to be a really good NFL quarterback, but I just, I think he needs, he needs that Aaron Rodgers um, type of, uh, mentor type thing. Yeah. He needs somebody to back up for several years and just progress that way. Um, I think he'll have the best, and I think he has one of the closest NFL arms. Honestly, I, I like his. I, I like his body.
0: Um, I, I like how Will Levis is built. You know, he's got a big arm. He's got a big frame. He's a big dude. Um, you know, between the ears, I, I'm a little concerned about it this season. Watching some of the throws and some of the decisions he made, uh, but that can be fixed. You know that that stuff can be fixed. So. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, once again, there's there's positives to take away from this Falcons season. And when you look at the roster, I think they overachieved. I'll be interested to see what Ritter looks like next season. Also, with the healthy Kyle Pitts, uh, that'll be just one more weapon that he'll have at his disposal next year until Kyle Pitts gets hurt halfway through the season and ends his uh the season.
1: Can we go um, defense in the draft, please? Like defense sh- or offensive or line. line yeah been screaming defense for how many years can we go defense please That's at least three, three or four Can we get a pass rusher can can we get somebody who can get home i'm i don't need a defensive tackle i need somebody who can get home and right now it's we have a I can't remember the last time the falcons had like a a difference maker at defensive end yeah i have no idea i
0: can't i can't answer that for you i'm not sure
1: it's been a long, long time. It has been a
0: very, very long time. Uh, Billy, the Hawks in their West Coast road trip with a 112 to 108 victory over the L.A. Clippers. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk about the, uh, the right, Lakers. Game. About right. No, we're not going to talk about Friday. All right. uh, but they did beat the Clippers uh, this past <laughs> a couple days ago. Uh, Trey had 30 points, eight assists. Nice. Hunter, Hunter had 20 points. Um, they end the East or the West Coast road trip with a two and two record with a victory. I don't know, man i I just I, this if I could describe this Hawks team as a color, it would be beige because they're just I don't know they're just so middle of the pack and without Clint Capella,
1: they just don't look like they have any teeth, you know yeah yeah, and I think that's something too that will change. Once you get Clint Capella back, if you can get your your starting five where it needs to be, the way it was originally built with Landry Fields, I think that's that's going to be your big thing. Um, until then, like if if Clint's going to be out for a long, long period of time, we need to go find somebody and find somebody yeah. to replace him because right now. There's nothing we can do with him just kind of sitting on the bench and saying, "Oh, he'll he'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. He'll be back soon." Well, when?
0: How long ago did we hear that, Billy? That he will be back soon? You know, I feel like it's been like two weeks or a month ago.
1: Yeah. So, like,
0: what is soon? What what does that mean? Give me a date, damn it.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's frustrating. So once I think this Hawks team is really strong, and I think you agree too, but we need to get. Our starting five back to where it needs to be because once I get our starting five back to where it needs to be, then our backups can be true backups and can have a good second unit. Bingo Which is where Bingo. I mean we've had issues with all year. Yeah,
0: Bogey, Jalen Johnson,
1: uh AJ Griffin, and
0: Okongwu coming off the bench once Clint is is healthy yeah. and we get that starting five in there. that's fantastic, I, doesn't it? I, I love that. I absolutely love that, and that's what we're going into the season thinking we were going to have and that, that starting five just shoot they haven't been they haven't been healthy you know they haven't been healthy they haven't been playing together so i i, I don't know the 19 to 21 record right now 8 and 13 away from home is really disheartening but I, you know I, we'll see we'll see i it, it just i feel like it's the same song and dance from last year you know what i mean yeah i do too yeah it's the same same song and dance and right now we're holding on to the last play in spot for the
1: east by two games yeah we're a 10 we're in the 10th spot right now yeah we're two games ahead of the wizards and the raptors yeah the next uh the next game for the hawks is wednesday we finally get a home game again but then we go right back out on the road on that yeah
0: yeah we get a we get a nationally broadcast home game wednesday night uh against milwaukee it's yeah. on espn Yippee!
1: all right bryce let's get to the marine south scoreboard from the weekend shall we we have a lot of of stuff to talk about Including uh, multiple region championships But let's get to Friday night Friday night girls basketball Bremen Falls to Ringgold 41-40 Central Falls to Heritage 55-36 Murray County beats Har- Harrelson County 40-39 to Those one point losses just Hurt Both A ton of close games this weekend In Harrison County It's just Oh Carrollton uh, beats East Coweta 71-17 there you go, Lady Trojans. There you go. That's that's the way to beat somebody. Uh, boys basketball. Bremen falls to Ringgold, 82-69. Central beats Heritage, 50-47. Carrollton beats East Coweta, 60-58. to And Harrison County beats Murray County, 52-51. We'll take the one-point victories, too. What is um, that?
0: Five one-possession games out of all those girls and boys games, I think? Uh, let's
1: see. Like, one, two, three, four. Yes yeah <laughs> that's right crazy up. man yeah <laughs> wow in girls basketball on saturday uh Mount Zion beats harrison county 39 to 35 new manchester beats her- herd county 67 to 35 in a game that you got to call and watch uh this weekend Temple- yeah it was a uh, it, it was it was an uphill battle for her county boys and
0: girls the amount of height they were giving up to new man new manchester's boys and girls were crazy
1: tall um, so it was a, it was an uphill battle from the start. Uh New Manchester or excuse me Temple Beats Bowden 65 44 Villarica Beats Creekside 58 to 23 Is that right?
0: Say, uh yeah, oh, yeah. why though, yeah why did I put that in in red Sorry yes Villarica <laughs> beat Creekside <laughs> yeah
1: 58-23 All right there were so
0: many scores this morning I was getting confused.
1: <laughs> Geraldton falls to Forest Park 36 to 35 uh, in boys basketball on Saturday. Harrison County beats Mount Zion 59-57. New Manchester beats Hurd County 48-34. Temple beat Bowden 60-18. And then Creekside beats Villarica 59-53. Um, all right, let's get to wrestling. We had multiple region championships in wrestling this weekend. Villarica wins their region. Carrollton wins their region with a victory over East Coweta, sixty-three to nine. I mean, that's just as dominating as you can get. That was
0: amazing. That place was packed too. Uh, the sack. They had a whiteout out there, and that place was absolutely
1: wall-to-wall packed
0: with Carrollton Trojans fans.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, Central wins their region. They beat uh, Cedar Town seventy-two to eight, Heritage Katusa fifty-four to twenty-five, and Sonoraville sixty-one to eighteen. They, the Lions had 29 pins out of the 42 matches that's just that's wow easy <laughs> <laughs> that is absurd man um,
0: and thanks to Steve Walker for sending us that info we were getting you know we kind, we kind of complained what was it uh, Tuesday or Wednesday of last week about not being able to get wrestling info um, and I had, I had probably 6 or 7 folks sending us wrestling info over the weekend including Steve Walker with a bunch of breakdowns and everything so Thank you, thank you so much for that. That I, we love uh,
1: being able to give these wrestlers the the praise they're due. Temple wins their region for the first time in school history. They got a
0: pretty good coach out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, also, something that you do not have do not have on the sheet: Bremen won their region as well. So uh, that's just five different teams this this weekend won their region. Awesome. Dude, and I'm staring right at the Bremen uh,
0: region championship picture that we posted <laughs> on TM5's Facebook page. <laughs> there, there was so there was so much to try to get into the sheet this morning, and OneNote wasn't working, and I was getting a bit frazzled. I'm staring literally right at the Bremen Wrestling 5 AAA area
1: duels championship. Yep. Way to go, Bryce. <laughs> uh, college basketball on Saturday uh UW beat Delta State the girls beat them 50 to 49 and the boys beat them 60 or 75 to 63 Trojan Dance also won first place in duo and trio division third place in duo and trio division second place in 6A to 7A Palm, and first place in 6A and 7A hip hop we got that information too from from a listener so congratulations to everybody that was competing this weekend oh, I had a lot of a lot of green man a lot of green a lot green. of victories dude yep yeah that was uh
0: that was great on the smith floor coverings events and games calendar for tonight billy there's not much going on but the one thing that is going on is a big big game UGA versus TCU in the national championship uh UGA's trying to go back to back and TCU's trying to do something does TCU have any national championships
1: mm, don't know I, I feel like they have football, a national
0: championship. Oh. Back in like the weird times when
1: the AP, um,
0: yeah. When, so they okay. So TCU, the Horny Frogs, claim a national championship in 1935 and 1938. So that, I guess they sort of do, but not really. Yeah. Uh, so UGA is going to go back to back tonight, though. It doesn't matter. TCU is not going to win.
1: I see the of coffee. Me. Indeed, man. Indeed, I do all right another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah Strawn with the robert goolsby real estate group the houston Texans have fired lovey smith we talked about this on friday just how many people that we thought that would be gone and i if i'm not mistaken i thought you said that lovey smith may not be i thought you said that they you thought they give him another year
0: yeah yeah i thought i was gonna have another year out there and i was i was definitely wrong he was fired just hours after the game was over yeah it's it, he, he wasn't even a victim of black monday he got fired on
1: sunday <laughs> Today is black monday they fired him yesterday and said yeah hey, you're gone
0: <laughs> we're not even gonna wait you're gone see ya <laughs> uh
1: kevin durant is he's gonna get a, a mri after injuring his knee versus the heat the nets do not need this at all no no, that team was rolling, man. And,
0: and the, you know, like I've told people, I think Kevin Durant's the best basketball player in the NBA right now when healthy. Uh, but he, he can't seem to stay healthy for long stretches at a time. So this is this is not what they need. This is this might derail sort of the uh, momentum they have right now going into the latter, the latter half of the season. Uh, last night, Billy Aaron Rodgers lost to the Lions, and he said he's going to contemplate his future after the emotion
1: of this season is passed. Yeah, um, I, I would anticipate he's he's done. I, I think that's so. sort of what I'm thinking as well. That is where I am leaning. Him and him and and TB12. I, I really think they're done, both done. Mm. Yeah,
0: I think I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you on that boat. I think they are. Um... I think they're both over. I think we've seen the seen the last of TB twelve and uh, Aaron Rodgers playing playing NFL football,
1: which sucks. TB twelve just had a his first uh, losing season, but still ended up being division champion for the first time ever. So you know he's got that for him. Played in an absolute poo division. He did. Division was terrible. Yeah, it was.
0: Uh, Jalen Hurts pushes awesome, through yes, injury. Yes, it was a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, J- Jalen Hurts pushes through injury to deliver the Eagles top seed in the NFC. Uh, they had to lose, and the Cowboys had to win for them not to get the top seed. And the Cowboys lost miserably, and the Eagles won
1: with an injured Jalen Hurts. Are they are they the favorites in the NFC? You think? Uh, I would anticipate that if Jalen Hurts is healthy. But yeah, I think that's that's where I would go. Um, okay between them and the 49ers the 49ers have the kind of defense that can just waylay everybody that's who I am hitching my
0: wagon to going into the in playoffs for the NFC side I think it's the 49ers
1: so but yesterday you know I had the I had the uh, Giants plus 14 going into that game and uh-huh. yesterday at one point it was 19 and nothing the Eagles and I'm like you've got to be kidding me like they came back and won your bet. They came back and won the bet. So I'm happy. They almost the won the Giants. game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. came back well within the 14,
0: so. Oh, yeah, for sure. They'll, will they lose by six, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they came back and made it a game. Uh, rewarded with an opportunity is what Pete Carroll is saying about the Seahawks sneaking into the playoffs. Who had the Seahawks genius. making the playoffs and the Broncos not this season? Ah. <laughs> not not <laughs> Russell
1: Wilson. <laughs> No, not Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> uh,
0: you think, I like it, man. See
1: this. Yeah. Uh, the whole Let's Ride thing. Do you <laughs> think, like, Russell Wilson is hating himself for saying that now at the beginning of the I, season? I don't know if Russell Wilson has any, like, self-awareness like that. I, I think <laughs> he,
0: he is surrounded by so many yes-men that I don't think he even knows that it's a meme and he's being made fun of across the entire nation about... Let's ride and the TB there the uh, Mister Unlimited and I think he is surrounded by his group of yes men so much that he has no idea what's going on outside of his house. And Sierra's like, like baby, whatever. You yeah, do. that dude is so cringy, man. <laughs> Russell Wilson is so cringy. Oh, jeez, so fake. Ugh. Uh Jerry Jones says the Cowboys must find motivation in nightmare finale loss. Yes, think- that was a terrible awful horrible game one of the worst i've seen dallas play in a long long time uh i'm gonna i, I, I want to s-
1: do what i'm gonna ask this question yeah is, is Dak the answer
0: a quarterback for y'all uh we're paying him too much money for that question to be even asked oh
1: i'm so gonna ask that question is dak the answer quarterback for y'all <laughs> uh he gets paid enough money where he has to be the answer um, Happened with the Falcons too. Is Dak the Enter quarterback for y'all? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know, man. He's such an
0: anomaly. He's an enigma. Like he'll he'll look like an MVP candidate for five weeks, and then have a game like last night where he completed like thirty percent of his passes and looked like absolute trash. So I don't know. I maybe I don't know. Okay. It's what it's that it's that shrugging emoji. That's yeah. what it is. That's yeah. it's. Just, I mean. Dude, he went 14 for 37 with 128 yards, one tug, and one interception last night. It's so yeah. terrible. He had a 14.8 QBR. So, average is there's 40. that. Average is 50, yes. And he had a 14.8. Sam Howell had a 44.5 QBR. Outperformed, outdueled Dak Prescott. Uh, Billy, and today in 1962, the NFL prohibits the grabbing of face masks. Did you know you could grab face masks uh, before
1: 1962? No, but that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know that either. <laughs> uh, you, you I guess they start you know, adding the face mask because that's what I was thinking. Like 50s, maybe, maybe
0: mid mid to late 50s. Okay. So probably only I don't know. Had a couple eight of years, years maybe. Yeah, yeah. But still, that was that was a thing. That used to be a thing. You could grab the face mask of the opposing player. Billy, you got anything else before we get out of here, man? Look, I'll, I'll ask
1: this. Um, I'm. I'm not. I've never been a Georgia fan, and we we just play one on radio, right? Um, Right. But I'm, the first time I think ever, I'm actually rooting for Georgia. Um, I I don't. I don't want to see TCU win a championship. I don't don't, either. So I I, I'm rooting for Georgia tonight, and uh, I hope I hope all my Georgia friends uh, to celebrate back-to-back natties, and we get to talk about it tomorrow morning yeah
0: I cheer for Georgia every time they're either not playing Ohio State or Arkansas just because dude Georgia fans have been through so much in the past what since 1980 40 something years like they deserve their time to shine they deserve a, a nice little chunk of college football history to be dedicated to the dogs up in Athens so I, you know I'm I'll, I'll cheer for as long as they're not playing Ohio State or Arkansas I'm cheering for Georgia and I'm certainly cheering for them tonight yeah go with, go with that Natty go hit back to back. And uh, we will talk about it tomorrow on the podcast, and we will see you all tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., same time, same place.
1: Shake your neighbors!
0: Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!